This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. sounds there of Smanga uh, coming through with Gogo uh, just leading us into the last hour of uh, the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7 and this is where we're getting candid uh, this morning in the last hour of the show uh, you had Vuyo there uh, in the first hour on the open line uh, calling us uh, just letting us in on uh, the fact that really when you look at it uh, we need to wind down we need to try by all means to uh, in any way uh, bring you those softer uh, lighter uh, conversations but you know that our Fridays have always been uh, like that uh, whereby we just break it down and then after a long and hard week uh, we tend to reflect on uh, people that are doing the most in our communities, uh, people that are change makers uh, those that are globe shifters uh, those that are really really the ones to look out for where a development and just the future is concerned and one of those people is Tumo uh, Tumo Tlabani is joining us here on the show this morning. Uh, we're going to get to know Tumo a little more uh, this morning, uh, just uh, beyond her pageantry work that she's been doing. Uh, one thing that I'm really, really excited about is her philanthropy work uh, in terms of how then we can never get enough of philanthropists in some of the uh, communities that we come from. And she's also one person uh, that is an advocate for education. Uh, you know very well that uh, really without that, uh, you won't be able to to position yourself uh, to be a competitor also on the global stages. So we just roping in uh, two more this morning. Uh, we'll throw forward to an event that is taking place on the 16th. We'll also uh, talk about her journey here uh, in the lead up to Miss Teen Pretoria uh, 2024. She's a finalist and we get to know her in a moment. But also uh, we are on 0861-987-000. That's where you find us uh, this morning. Also there by X. Uh, we go by at power. Uh, 987 at Power FM 987. Uh, we also railing behind the hashtag Power Zone this morning at Katlero Lerodi underscore. Tumo, good morning. Welcome to the show. Very good morning to you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you very much for giving us uh, your time. I was blown away uh, doing research here about you going through your profile and just uh, in any way getting excited about uh, what lies ahead uh, because you are indeed a powerhouse and one person that uh, when you look at it is a glimmer of hope uh, looking at uh, all of the bad uh, things that have been associated with young people, the despondencies as well in our communities uh, where young Young people are concerned. Uh, we're seeing you just positioning yourself to be a change maker and an example of how then one can push themselves even beyond Gasi uh, to the global mm-hmm. stages and really find and make meaning out of uh, their lives. Uh, let us in on who Tumo is and how did you actually get into a pageantry and then we'll go into your aspirations and your other work. All right. So I, by name, I am Tumo Chavania. I am currently 17 years of age in grade 11. I attend a boarding school in Rustenburg called Lubona the Second College of Parabafuking. 
I am a dancer, a Latin American and ballroom dancer to be specific. Oh. I am a model. I am an athlete. I'm a basketball player and I'm a singer. Um, and how I got into pageantry, it, my decision actually got inspired a lot by um, a lot of people's opinions. They would say, Toma, oh my gosh, you look like a model. You should consider going into modeling. Mm. And that has always been a thought growing up. I just didn't know which way or which channel of modeling to decide uh, to go on, you know, because mm. there's commercial modeling, there's your runway models, there's just your photo shoot and brand ambassadors. Um, and so I got in touch with a family friend who's a photographer who sparked my interest in pageantry. And I'd say it also comes from my sisters, my family, mm. who've also been in the pageant world. I guess they also sparked an interest in pageantry, uh, specifically runway modeling for me. And I saw a pageant on social media. I just I was scrolling through modeling pageants that I can enter, because why not? And I decided to start off my pageant journey and my modeling journey with Miss Teen World South Africa. I know it's a very big pageant to start yeah. off with. Um, but I said, why not? <laughs> I have nothing to lose. <laughs> Let's do this. And I had a lot of support from parents, family, mm. in our community. So I just felt like I had nothing to lose and I just went straight for it. Yeah, no, it, it gives me a sense of one person that goes for the kill, right? Uh, when you put your mind to something, you are one person that is compassionate, dedicated in terms of uh, this craft. And we see you challenging yourself and the stereotypes. I mean, really, when you look at it, uh, you started big. One would say, ah, no. No, I was in primary school and then I started, you know, doing this church. There was a pageant at church. <laughs> but we see you saying, no, you know, it's time to more uh, challenge yourself. And, and, and really, when you look at it, uh, there's greater benefit uh, to that. Uh, but also one thing that I like about what you said is that you had to do a little bit of research in terms of finding out where you would want to fit in this whole picture. I mean, sometimes you get a lot of people coming through to say, oh, but you've got a nice voice oh and then you're like okay so what do i do then with this voice where do i actually in any way become impactful uh where this is concerned and we see you really going at it and finding your space how has it been Uh, and has it limited you only to that or we find you also maybe sometimes doing a runway or the other opportunities it's an it's an oyster where then you can find yourself also dabbling in all of these other things as you develop as a model um all right i do not feel as though it has limited me in any way. I'd say the only limiting factor currently at the moment is trying to find an agency in order to help me branch into commercial modeling. Um, Because again, I am in a boarding school in Rustenburg and home is based in Pretoria. And so the traveling in and out of school, boarding school is really strict. That can that has been a little bit of a limiting factor. But my modeling journey did only start this year, my first pageant only being in May. And so the coming year, 2024, I am looking for an agency um, that will help me branch my modeling career into, I'm really interested in commercial modeling and also modeling for brands. And so... I mean, I can freelance, but being 
still very new in the modeling mm. world, I feel as though having an agent uh, would make the process really easier for yeah. me. That that is true. Uh, That is true. So it will position you. Uh, They'll be able to just do the work in terms of finding all of these opportunities for you. So that will actually uh, work. Uh, But I mean, also when you look at it, you're only 17 tomorrow. So uh, there's just a lot that you can explore. Uh, There's still a lot that you're going to learn about yourself as well uh, in terms of not wanting to limit yourself uh, where any of the spaces are concerned. Uh, You can literally just do anything that you want to do uh, because also one thing that I like about uh, you and what I've picked up is uh, the love for education and your uh, really campaign has been rooted on education and ensuring that at least you inspire uh, confidence you inspire change you empower also uh, young people where issues of education and development uh, is concerned how important is it really that one constantly just goes back to learning because like they say you can never stop learning every day a learning curve so so really when you look at it how important was it also that you center your campaign around education all right um my campaign actually is um based more on the education uh of young girls Mm -hmm. with breast cancer awareness that is what my campaign is mostly rooted in. Uh, my comp- my previous campaign, although it's still ongoing, has been um, sanitary drives, um, helping a girl child, empowering a girl child, um, and period poverty. But right now I'm branching into breast cancer awareness campaign, um, which is uh, about educating young girls in schools, having talks with them with professional nurses and with professional doctors about the detection of breast cancer awareness, what it is, because I feel as though young girls today don't really are not really aware of the fact that it can affect affect them even in their teenage years. I think um, we have just ignored the fact that it can still affect us even at our, even at our young age. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of rooted in our mind that oh no it only affects old people and old women you know I'll think about it when I'm in my 30s 40s 50s so I think it's uh, we're very miseducated on the topic um, because I feel like uh, topics such as gender-based violence drug addiction they're topics that are talked about every day and so Mm -hmm. often so I just wanted to find a campaign that really a lot of young people are not really educated about just to give them exposure about such things, you know. Mm. And with my sanitary pad drive campaign, um, that is actually what is going to be happening on the 16th of December, Konuk ND2 in Namilodi. And it's called Fill the Pool, Fill the Pool, where the community is going to be helping me basically literally filling a whole pool with sanitary pads uh, and I will take those inventions to different public schools um, hopefully right here at home because they say charity begins at home right because I live in a local township called Mabobani Um, so going to local schools that are struggling just donating pads doing pad drives giving to young girls uh, and hopefully, I will link that with my breast cancer awareness campaign. Mm, 
that is great. And and one thing that I like about your campaign is that it's a campaign that is closer to home. Uh, you know, when you look at uh, your drive, your sanitary drive, uh, and you're talking about young girls uh, that would need to then know about issues of breast cancer and the likes. So it's, it's really rooted on who you are and what you do, something that is not detached from the reality of where we find ourselves right now. And I would, I would implore that you even move it, stretch it beyond the girls and also, you know, more or less rope in the guys because breast cancer is not only limited to girls. I mean, young boys too are going through the most where breast cancer is concerned and they too would not want to be left behind around these, you know, especially developments and how you would want your campaign to speak to a wider reach of people so maybe that should be a consideration so these uh, you know issues i guess are informed as well by some of the gaps that you've picked up within the society you know let's talk about i mean you entering a miss teen pretoria you obviously want to be an ambassador you want to be a change maker you want to bring about a difference in you know the people of mabopani's lives or the people of, uh, you know, Pretoria's lives or even those that are, uh, you know, with you there at school uh, who would then want to see you as an exemplary figure in this regard. Why did you enter uh, Miss Teen Pretoria 2024 and how has that been so far? To be honest, I was not really planning this all along. Um I started, like I said, with Mama's Teen World South Africa. And out of 120 girls, I managed to place in the top 10. And it being my very first pageant, uh, I just grew a love for that pageant. I decided to re-enter it for the coming year. And so I knew that I needed more training, more exposure to the pageantry world. And I I was doing my research again, looking for local pageants. Uh, that will not be as financially demanding, that will give me a platform to expose myself also in the pageant world. You know, it wasn't about, you know, trying to win more titles or whatever. It was just mostly about trying to expose myself, you know, more training, um, training my mind, um, just getting used to this world, you know. Mm. And so I found a pageant, uh, in Pretoria, and I showed it to my parents, and they said, why not? Let's give it a go, you know? And so um, being on this Miss Teen Pretoria journey, it has been an amazing journey, actually, Um, more specifically with the relationships that I got to build, the sisterhood that came with this journey, you know, because I'm I'm glad that we are moving away from the stereotypes that pageantry has, you know, um, with the negativity coming from girls towards each other. And so I feel like uh, we're growing in the pageantry world uh, into a realm that is way more positive. And I think we're starting to use this platform uh, in a better way uh, to to contribute positively into the society as compared to the past, you know. And yeah, I just love the way that pageantry at the moment, especially teen pageants, is going about things. It's more um, uh, diverse. Like 
in the past pageantry was about being tall, being skinny. So I just love uh, the direction in which pageantry is taking these uh, is going uh, in these days. And so Miss Team Pretoria definitely taught me to be humble and to stay rooted, you know, in my faith. Uh, the relationships that I got to build were very surreal. The team that I got, I really thought it would be, you know, not so draining. And I just thought, oh, I'm just going to surf through this because I have, my very first pageant was a very big pageant, but I really underestimated it, you know. And so it really taught me to be down to earth, no matter what, to be very humble. I had really tough competition from the girls, but it was amazing. And it was just a surreal and humbling experience, you know. Yeah, and also maybe just let us in on what this pageantry mean, Miss Pretoria, Miss Teen Pretoria. I mean, I just mentioned there that we see you then become an ambassador of the city, but also when you look at it, what what kind of really what what comes out of this pageant that would say that each and every young girl will need to find themselves being part of something that would see you actually being pushed in the space of making a difference all right um i love miss team tutorial because it is a very strong advocate for community service and serving the people you know it's not about the title it's not about any money that you win it's about using your title to make your voice louder and to branch and to expose yourself in order to make a greater change in your community, you know. So it strives for philanthropy work, for uh, charity drives, for community service, anything related to serving your community. That is what Miss Team Pretoria is all about. Hence, for my campaigns, this whole year is going to be about serving my people, serving my community and giving back in any way that I can. Mm. And also, I mean, looking at it, uh, tomorrow you're only seventeen. Uh, what what would be your uh, you know future aspirations here? Uh, do we see you uh, you know after matric continuing in this particular space, professionalizing it, or do we see you actually in any way uh, maybe probably just doing this for the time being? What is the the long term goal around this space of pageantry? Um. I think the long-term goal is definitely to stay in the modeling world, mm. but the goal is to branch into different channels in the modeling industry. I would love to become a commercial model, mm. Um, mm. especially into the coming year, because I feel like pageantry is extremely financially demanding. And so... I feel like especially 2024, the coming year, commercial modeling would be the way for me. And I'd also start, I would love to start working, would love to start working with brands in the future, becoming a brand ambassador for your brands like Nike or Mr. Price, you know. Um, So I think that is the plan. It's definitely something that I want to incorporate uh, along with my education. I still want to study and go to university, but I definitely do not want to stop modeling.
And that is amazing. So don't stop. Uh, continue. I mean, you're onto something. You're saying your first time entering, you're now in the top 10 and you made it out. You're re-entering. And, 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 and also, what would then be your strategy here where the re-entering of uh, Miss Teen World is concerned here? Uh, do you have a different approach here? Uh, do you think now you're in a better footing uh, when you look at what you learned from last the last time? All right. So, as we know, pageantry, you know, this is this is life. Uh, there's a lot of bias. There's a lot of there's a lot of politics that go into pageantry, you know. But that is something I decide to overshadow and to not let uh, discourage me in any way. With my very first pageant, I feel like I gave it everything that I had. Um, I, in my head, I did see myself in the top five going to represent my country. I feel as though I did everything that was necessary, uh, that was needed for me to, you know, get the crown. And so it was a a tough journey. It was a, I had a really difficult time um, trying to handle the fact that I did not place in the top five and I was not able to go represent my country, you know, especially receiving um, comments from majority of the audience and some of the judges that, oh my gosh, we really thought you were going to make it. We really thought, we really thought. And so it was really difficult because I did not know where I went wrong. Uh, Even to this day, I I don't know where I went wrong. I don't know what to improve on. And so going into uh, re-entering this pageant, I feel as though everything that I did, I'm just going to do it the same. I came in with a really amazing strategy, votes for my community, for my family. Everyone was voting every single day, you know. Uh, They put their money, they invested in me. And so I feel like I'm going in with the same strategy, but better mindset and just improving on what I already did, you know. Look, we are rooting for you here where this is concerned. I mean, you are one person that is so dynamic and you're going to go far where this space is concerned at age 17. The way you speak, I'm just blown away. I'm like, how? Tomo, are you really 17? So this says to us here that you are really onto something. Who, who inspires you? Do you have someone that you look up to where this pageantry world is concerned uh, that whenever you think of uh, it says to you keep going keep going you're onto something here and uh, like this person you'll end up making it uh, who is that person um it definitely has to be a young girl she's currently 20 years of age her name is google to my um she was the winner 2022 for miss teen world south africa and she is the current Miss Grand South Africa. Uh, she represented Miss Teen World South Africa overseas and actually won the title Miss yeah. Teen World. And going to represent South Africa with Miss, with Miss Teen Grand, she managed to place in the top 20, if I'm not incorrect. And I think she's one person that I look up to because I can relate to her so much. She entered Miss Teen uh, well, South Africa, like I did, she made it, I think, to the top 20. Um, and again, 
just like me, she decided to re-enter the pageant and she came back with a crown. And I just relate so much with her journey. I've had uh, so many talks with her and just where she is and what she has managed to accomplish uh, in the span of being 16 years up until 20 years, I feel is so empowering, especially the fact that she's a young South African girl. She grew up just like I did. And so I feel like having a role model whose story you relate to is very important, you know? Yeah, no. That is so powerful and so nice. So you're basically walking in the footsteps of greatness uh, because this is one person that has walked this journey and you are seeing yourself through them. And yeah, it's so refreshing because one would have expected you to, uh, you know, name drop, call up this, call these big names uh, in this industry and, and the likes. But the fact that you are one person that just went uh, for this particular person that has gone through the stages and have has made it uh, this is something that is extremely uh, commendable and, and and i guess like you said you're centering your campaign around the community and family that, that becomes really important right the element of support mm-hmm. it comes really important uh, if you are really one person that is to go into this space without second thoughts without doubting yourself so that becomes very very important uh, for, for all of the families to rally behind uh, the young ones dreams here when they come through to say i want to be you know probably i want to be an actress i want to be a dancer i want to be uh, you know an engineer i want to be a model so this is where uh, then you need to ensure that you're ready and support the young one of course Mm-hmm. And, and and also, really, when you look at the pageantry Miss Teen Pretoria 2024, when can we expect it to take place? And also the Miss Teen World Africa, uh, when can we expect all of these uh, pageantries or pageants to take place? And how do we support you? All right. I, I heard you earlier mention that I'm a finalist from his team, Pretoria 2024. Mm-hmm. It was actually held on the 2nd of December and I was crowned the queen of his team, Pretoria 2024. Oh, really? Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, wow. So we're talking to actually the queen the, of, of, <laughs> of, of, of Tswani as we speak right now. Yes, sir. I'm so honored. Thank you very much for giving us uh, your time, Tomo. So how, is, how has it been? Um, the past few days have been very surreal, I won't lie. Um, I actually haven't had a phone, so it hasn't really sunk in. You know, yeah. all social media, you get to post and all of that. So I've just been at home uh, and it hasn't really clicked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was just a couple of days ago, you know. So we probably let it register, uh, and uh, this will then see you start with the work, uh, I guess, of of ensuring that you solidify your campaign, and then you move around and change lives. For sure. Sure. So, 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 what lies ahead? Uh, because now you've been crowned. Uh, what lies ahead? How do you then balance it with your academics? So, uh, like I said, I'm in boarding school, Mm. so it's really difficult, you know, having to come back home and just, you know, do my community work, Mm. just do everything modeling related. Uh, And so going into my matric year next year, I believe it's going to be uh, even more difficult. Mm. Um, But I feel like 
it all comes down to time management. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, my academics still remain a priority, a top mm. priority. And so I think what I would probably do is try venture into community service, into um, a local community, mm. you know, because that is what I can do because I can't just sit around in school and not do any at school mm. and not do anything. But definitely when I come back home some weekends and during the holidays I'll be focused strictly on my community work, going to the orphanage, going to the old age center and just spending my time there, you know. And and really, was it a tough one? I mean, you are beautiful, you've got the brains, uh, but I know very well that there are other beauticians with brains too. Uh, how, how was it uh, being crowned and uh, just getting there to uh, the finals of uh, being crowned Miss Teen Tswane? And also, when you look at, at, at how you know it came about, uh, did you really have to put in the work and ensure that you beat some of those ladies? Because I'd like to believe that it, it was then a fierce competition of some sort. True. So, <laughs> I I never want to be cocky or anything, but going mm. into the page, going into this pageant, I I already had the crown sort of on my head, you know, <laughs> from the get go, you know. Yeah. Mm. One person to believe that if not if I'm not the one who gets the crown, then who? You know, mm. I am able, I am capable, more than capable. Mm of, you know, receiving that crown. Uh, but never for a moment that I dropped the other girls, you know. But I feel like I had uh, way more confidence uh, because it was a much smaller platform compared to, you know, the much bigger stage that, that I had already been on. And so I felt more confident in myself. Although the preparation for this journey, uh, I, I would say were very... There was a lack of preparation on my side for this pageant, you know, uh, like with my runway routine, I won't lie. I like that morning I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, let me put my heels on. I don't know my routines, you know, my Q, my onstage Q&A. I practiced it like two days, three days prior to the competition because of how hectic uh, exams were, you know, I I. During my exams, I just decided to isolate myself completely from social media um, just to concentrate better on my academics and to not let, you know, my social media detract me, you know. And so I would say there was a lack of preparation in this uh, pageant, which definitely stressed me out on the day because I felt so underprepared. Um, but I won't lie, there was one girl specifically, which is, she ended up being my first princess, the first runner-up, actually, who definitely, I'd say, gave me the toughest competition, mm-hmm. you know, with her walk, with, you know, her confidence, um, her intellectuality. From the get-go, I, I met her at, at a workshop, actually. And, you know, obviously at the workshop, you have to scout and look around. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, even though we're sisters, is a competition, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was the one girl that stood out to me that, okay, this this is going to be, this is going to be quite a tough one, but we made it and I definitely commend her. She's an amazing girl, but here we are with the crown on our head. Mm. 
what was that question? Uh, the final question uh, that, uh, you know, more or less solidified uh, that crown on your head. Uh, since you say walking in it, uh, you already saw and envisioned it. And you asked yourself as to who then uh, would uh, be crowned if it was mm-hmm. not I. So when you look at it, uh, uh, what, what was that, that the final, final question? And would you say that you are ready? Did you do justice to it? Um, I, I, I don't 100% remember the question, mm-hmm. but it said that global citizens are states that 95% of men have been the heads of state for, you know, a certain period of time, a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel uh, the world would be different if women were in charge? That was that was my my question that mm. I received. I definitely feel like I I somewhat did justice to it, especially um, thinking about my history with on stage Q and A. Mm. You know, I tend to get really nervous on stage, and I get re- really anxious on stage. I remember with my very first pageant, I definitely flopped <laughs> my on stage Q and A, and so I feel like with this one, I. On stage, I, I panicked less when I, when I got asked the question. I just took a moment to myself. I closed my eyes. I breathed in and I breathed out. And, you know, I gave it the best the best shot. And so I definitely feel like I did the question justice, I think. Mm, no, uh, that is something that is uh, commendable. Especially, I think, some of these questions tend to uh, prepare you, right, to say that uh, in this world whereby we want to balance things out, uh, then how would you really then categorize or position yourself as someone that would always then find yourself in position of authority or leadership mm-hmm. uh, in a space and time when for the longest of time we've seen men uh, being the ones that are there at the helm. And also when you look at it, uh, all of these, uh, you know, pageant uh, Q&As and the likes, they're preparing you, right, for a bigger and better platform somewhere else. Uh, ours here is to see you just soar, go into uh, Miss Teens South Africa, Miss Teen World, uh, go into Miss South Africa, Miss World. Uh, I mean, look, Zozi went on to be Miss Universe. And it, it kind of tells you that you can actually just go there and be what you want to be uh, without any hurdle and uh, the likes, especially when you look at the fact that you are centered around education. You're centered around ensuring that indeed uh, then education becomes uh, the pillar that holds everything uh, together in terms of what mm-hmm. we can expect here. Uh, so do keep at it. And also when you look at uh, what is happening right now, we need exemplary figures. Uh, you know, I was saying as well that uh, young people are really, really stressed out as we speak right now. And there's just a lot of demotivation. Issues of mental health, for instance, Uh, There are those that we need to champion as well as we try to uh, correct and try to rope uh, young ones in uh, right now. Maybe uh, let me give you an opportunity to speak to that young person that is frustrated looking at you as an ambassador of Tswane. 
someone that is has won this title you're miss teen pretoria as we speak right now let, let, let's speak to young people that maybe uh, may be finding themselves really really frustrated uh, stressed losing hope or things are just not going well at home uh, at school uh, there are issues of bullying and the likes that are taking mm-hmm. shape at schools affecting young people maybe let, let's speak to them uh, this morning and try to encourage them uh, to really see the world as an opportunity and to look at it in a different light of course um you know the message that i always have especially to young teenagers out there is never let your circumstances define you you know you are not your past you are not your circumstances at home never let you know the environment or your circumstances at home limit what you can do and never let anyone dim your light you know and oh and i always tell my friends that if your dreams don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough, you know. And one very important thing is God's timing is always perfect. God's will for your life is predestined. And, you know, I'm very rooted in my faith. Like Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11 uh, says that God knows the plans that he has for you and their plans to prosper you and not to harm you and plans to give you a better future, you know. Mm. And one one thing that has, you know, definitely uh, managed to get me through my tough times is uh, destiny delayed does not mean destiny denied. Mm. Oh, mm. All of these beautiful words uh, that you're saying, I feel like throwing you into a Monday motivation space. <laughs> so I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling that, you know, young girls would really, really uh, get the best out of uh, your reign and you ensuring that you position them here and even boys too, uh, because really the world needs to be kind. Uh, it needs to be a kinder place, uh, but really just as a person, uh, never in any way, you know, be your own worst enemy and limit yourself uh, just go out there uh, so as much as you can and don't in any way uh, you know really really find yourself in this space where you are trapped and you feel like there's no way out and you are self-destructing because you feel there's no way out grab the bible you quoted a very powerful scripture here jeremiah 29 11 and it's like one of those that really if you keep bouncing on it and you keep going back to it whenever you are in challenges it can really shed some clarity and help you in this particular regard. Don't let anyone dim your light. Just shine as you are. You should in any way ensure that you dream big, that they scare you, uh, because that is where then it tells you to keep putting in the work, you know, mm-hmm. so you keep reaching on and inching closer and closer uh, to what you want and what you want uh, to come. Uh, but also that one about God's timing. Uh, wow. You know what I mean? I mean, all the time, it may seem as if like it's delayed, it's delayed. There are doors that are busy being blocked and things are not happening here. Uh, but uh, timing is everything, right? Uh, and, and I guess if maybe probably, who knows, if you entered uh, this uh, pageantry um, Persians, uh, when you were 15 or 16 uh, or when you were 14, it, it 
was not the time. It it mm. would uh, not have culminated in where we find you now, uh, but we're seeing you uh, just as one strong young lady uh, that is making a difference uh, there. And even, uh, I mean, uh, our producer, Livuani, here saying that we need to rope you back in, especially when the uh, schools are reopening next year uh, so that you can tend to speak to the young ones as the ambassador of Pretoria uh, here on the show. And also just, uh, you know, help uh, prepare uh, you f- as well uh, for going into the metric space uh, because mm-hmm. this is where then it becomes real, right? Uh, you are uh, basically seeing flames. <laughs> <laughs> but not, <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just that you need to now think about a lot of things, the future, you know, where uh, you're going to university and the likes, like you said, you want to balance it, you want to continue uh, being a model here uh, and pushing this work, uh, but still at the same time, you would want to uh, go into the academics and and, and do your thing uh, where that is concerned. And and in terms of uh, post-metric, what do you want to study uh, for, uh, if I can ask uh, that, uh, Tomo? Um, I have definitely been looking into venturing into property law and my second option being international relations. So I'm still trying to decide which career to settle for. Ah, you know what? You're on the money here, especially when you look at uh, where we find ourselves as a country. Uh, there's always something happening in the geopolitics, so international mm-hmm. relations becomes uh, very important. But also, I mean, where would we be without the property sector, where you know very well that uh, architects and everyone else is moving into that space? Mm-hmm. They too need protection. You know, we have uh, people that... Um, they're operating in this space. Uh, they are lawyers in the property space. And you would also get like the best footing uh, where that is concerned, especially when you look at how then everyone just goes for what labor law, civil law mm-hmm. and the likes. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a person saying in my uh, specialization or as I want to specialize, I'll want to go into a property law. So that is a kudos uh, for you. Uh, but uh, you know what? We wish you everything of the best and we wish you know, the family would also rally and carry you as well here. Uh, I mean, I, I've gotten a sense that uh, they've been there uh, with you and, and that becomes very important, especially uh, when you're looking at your metric year and trying really to balance, uh, you know, your reign here and your academics at the same time. So, uh, so, so really, when you look at it, it becomes very important uh, for uh, the family. And, and how, how do they take it? You know, uh, the fact that now you are uh, it's there in this Pretoria you are Miss Teen Pretoria. How, how has it been? Has it sunk in yet uh, for the family as well that uh, we have a star in Tumo uh, where, uh, you know, her pageantry work is concerned uh, also uh, because it's not just your title. It's everyone's title now, you know, because they have to support you. They have to go with you to all of mm-hmm. these spaces and places and, and their likes. How are they processing? How are they processing these developments? They are definitely over the moon, I won't lie, especially this being the very first pageant that I have won. And, you know, it, you know, being an opportunity to open many more doors. But in terms of support for my parents, my parents have always definitely been my number one support structure. You know, growing up, I was a very, very, very busy kid. You know, I'm a dancer. I, you know, did all these different sports at schools. You know, uh, they would drive me to late night concerts. 
literally everywhere, all these dance competitions every single weekend, they would drive me, they would take me to dance practice. Mm-hmm. They never once complained, they never compromised because they know that this is an investment that they're making into my future, you know? And mm-hmm. so I feel like really nothing is going to change. I never doubt for a second that my parents will be there for me in any moment in my life, you know. Uh, they are definitely my number one support structure. Even the team that we have built that I that I would also love to call my family, you know, um, which uh, includes my, my designer, it includes my makeup artist and also my photographer who's, who also happens to be my manager, you know. Um, family is not all about blood you know I feel like uh, the support that I've received from them has been extremely immense and I definitely wouldn't be here you know without all those components you know contributing into investing for my future you know and also every friend every single family everyone that has made you know that one vote you know every single vote matters you know that three rand that you're spending into making one vote for me that has really gotten me a long way and has gotten me to where I am right now you know so I'm very thankful for the support and love that I receive you know all around yeah, no, a really support becomes very important. And your, your teachers as well, are they, how have they received it? I'm sure everyone must be thrilled, your friends and everybody else, that they find you in this space. Oh, definitely, my, my teachers are definitely over the moon. Because mm. you know, uh, to them, uh, dance has been my best love, you know. Mm. Uh, they're always receiving news about Puma, going to represent the country, you know. Everything has been about dance. So I think mm. this has sparked a new interest, you know. Uh, oh, so now you're a model, you know. <laughs> uh, so it's very interesting, you know. It's, it's, yeah. But their support is also amazing, definitely. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.